We'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we create today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. Just breathe and slow everything down so you can really enjoy it. Don't listen to everyone because I think the worst thing people said to me was, oh my God, it just goes so quickly. And I'm like, it's not just the wedding ceremony that's the thing. Like, it's the days leading up, it's the days after. Like, to me, it's like a wedding weekend. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Unveiled. Very excited to be back in your ears again. It's just me this week. It had some very important golfing obligations to attend to. But in all seriousness, we both felt that today's interview would be a little tricky for him to relate to. So without further ado, let me introduce you to our next guest, who is an absolute queen, both as a human and as a hairstylist, Missy Veray, as she would like to say, Veray, like Beret, or as she goes by on Instagram, Missy Bridal. Missy's energy is infectious, calming, and one of a best friend. Missy shares some amazing points on how to prep your hair leading up to your wedding, how to pick your hairstyle based on the gown that you're wearing or any complexes you may have because we all have those, and a few key products to invest in to maintain your hair across the day when your stylist isn't there to save you. This app is a little bit longer than usual, but I promise you it's full of such quality advice, so please hang in there. Here's Missy. Lovely, Missy. When did you start your career as a hairstylist in the wedding industry? Well, to be very honest, I've actually never tried anything else. I started hairdressing when I was 12, which I feel like is quite a common story for hairdressers. Yeah, I know. It's like child labor. Um, Yeah, so I started, my mum was a chef. She used to work really late at night, so a single mum. So I was home alone a lot and I was just obsessed with the hair, hairdressers like I used to go with mum to get a haircut I used to get dressed up with like these really pretty girls it was like a safe place and it was just <laughs> so nice and mum was working late and I was just home alone and I was just like maybe I'll just go work in the salon so mum took me in and I had to ask and volunteer and I volunteered until I was 15 so that's like three years of voluntary wow. and then yeah at the time like a lot of hairdressers know depending on the salon you're in you can't really touch hair until you're like somewhat qualified mm. and the only way I could really touch hair was purely by either doing the flower girls or kind of playing on dolls heads and before you could cut and color that's kind of where you started and I just really naturally got obsessed with styling and that was kind of the only way I could get into hairdressing and get into like for them to trust me was purely by doing the flower girls and I think by like the age of 16 I was faking myself doing rides and I pretending I was older and I just tried to get in as quick as I could and that was kind of my in into touching hair and where the real obsession really started and then I dropped it for a couple of years because I kind of went I went owned salons and then I went and did freelance and I went to go editorial and then I've only just really come back into weddings maybe like five or six years ago so it's kind of like an, it's been something that's always been there it's always been something I've really enjoyed doing and not for the words of bridal, it was more just like styling. I just loved it. Yeah, right. So you do have that um, that editorial background as well. Yeah, I think so. Like I feel 
like with with hairdressing and like even weddings like throughout that time where I could I was kind of being held back because of my age I really used that opportunity to like I went and studied makeup I did a little bit in um photography I went and did barbering like I just did everything I could to try and advance myself Mm. and then weddings was something that I could kind of do on the side or it was to me it was just like glamorized styling and in a different location like it was just like exactly what I was doing in the salon but I was doing it like on the beach or at a really beautiful venue and like secretly getting paid more on a on a day like I was just like this is wild like why wouldn't you do this yeah and also your brides never forget you so it was just a really natural progression that I really enjoyed doing and then lately I've just been doing them all the time like it it's naturally kind of fallen into like a huge part of my business. It's so funny because like I feel like no wonder, it's no wonder that you are such a personable person because I feel like every hairdresser I know, it's like you do start so young and it's mm. you kind of just learn how to, you, like you're a little fish in a big pond People. and you just like learn, yeah. you just, you know, it's just like instantly yeah. how to talk to people, how to connect with people and yeah, I think that is such a big part of your job too, especially being yeah. in the wedding industry is being able to connect with your brides. With people. Yeah. 100%. Like I think that was a skill that being inside the salon, especially from such a young age, like I was at such a vulnerable, like absorbent age that I learned really quickly how to handle people, you know, especially like confidence. Like when you're in the salon, people are staring at themselves in a mirror and like they're sitting there for a couple of hours and like, you really gain that relationship with them. Like you eventually know their kids' names, their dogs' you names. You know everything. Like what they wear on the weekends. And <laughs> I, I also like, yeah, I know it's wild. I do pay so much more. But I feel like I genuinely give a shit. Like you, you do. Know, there's some people that just do it. Like I genuinely care. And yeah. like that, that really helps. And then I think, you know, you can read it on people, like whether you care or not, whether you're a stylist or someone or a service person cares. And I just did from the get-go. It just became a huge part of my identity because I guess I grew up in it. And then weddings was just like something that I was like, oh, I really enjoy doing this and how special I get to be part of someone's day. And like you kind of – you never forget them. They never forget you. You get to see them have kids and move into a new part of their life. Like I just – I don't know. I just love it for all of those like real reasons. And then I leave and I'm like, well, that was fun. And then I'm like, I've got another one tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) got another 500 this year yeah um yeah and I'm tired (laughs) so what would your advice be when what should brides look for when choosing their hairstylist for their wedding day I feel like the the obvious one would obviously be like their skill set but for me first and foremost is probably the person Mm. like it's such I think like it's easy to be like I want someone that could do really great curls but I'm like if they're not great company then no matter how good their curls are it's not a fun experience so for me it's about the person I do think like I think you know getting on the phone with them or even just via email like you can kind of gauge someone just the way that they communicate but for me I think it's about choosing the right type of person and the right type of energy you want to have on a morning especially on such a vulnerable morning like it's so intimate I mean I'm there within people's family dynamics and you know, I think it's really important to notice that. And when booking someone, it's important to think how they're going to create, how they're going to add to your morning mm. because it kind of, it's so vulnerable. Like you've got to choose someone that's going to be an asset to the morning, but then also, you know, have the skill set and keep you comfortable where you've got reassurance that 
you're going to end up the way that you want to look and, you know, you can have confidence in their skill set. So, yeah, I would say vibe, then definitely skill set and just confidence, feeling really like you can trust them. Yeah, I agree. Mm. And as we were just Mm. saying before we started this interview, I had the privilege of having you as my hairstylist on my wedding day (laughs) and I honestly, I can't even begin to tell everyone how important it is to have someone that you just connect with and mm-hmm. will just make you feel they just feel like they're a part of you know even your bridal tribe like you literally instantly you yeah. got there and your energy was so good but not overwhelming and yeah you just slipped in and you were just a part mm. of the morning but you made everyone feel so comfortable and at mm. ease and you know for us I think I speak for a lot of women who you know like if you're not someone who gets their hair done a lot or gets their makeup done a lot it can kind of be a little bit overwhelming because it's like oh I don't usually get this done but you just instantly made all of us feel very just like okay I trust Missy I know that she's going to do an amazing job I don't feel like I have to worry and I think that's such an important thing so nice like oh like it was so lovely like I mean we've talked about this but like it was so nice to be there for you. Like I, I it wasn't even a hesitation. Like since we booked, I moved to the Gold Coast, and I was like, I am coming all the way to, yeah. the to do Lucy and Eddie's wedding. I do not care. Like it's yeah. such a priority for me, and I like such an honor to be there for you. And it is like I think, you know, one of the main things I do is teach. And when I'm teaching with um like you know bridal spice, I'm always like read the room. Like yes, you, you don't need to be the loudest person in the room. You just need to read the room and realize that it is a really vulnerable morning. And also, I think just communication, like lowering your voice a little bit, like eye contact, like really reassuring, and just kind of you know your job is so much more than just curling the hair. Yes, and yeah. also the other part is it's not about you. Like it's not your day. And I think that is like a really important thing that I like to educate people is like, you know, I love weddings because I get to go and I get to kind of be quiet and do what I really love Mm. rather than go there and have to really talk. And like in a salon, it's kind of a different experience. And I feel like that is something that I get feedback about all the time. Like people are like, oh, you're like an extended bridesmaid or, you know, and I've actually gained majority of my business by recommendation through the other bridesmaids, which I think shows that on the wedding morning, the way I'm going about it is obviously working. Yes, absolutely. And yeah, like, I, and, you know, I just love that. I love, yeah, kind of really holding people in such a vulnerable space. But, you know, I don't know. I always use this reference when I'm going to a, going to teaching. I always say, like, you go to a restaurant and you have a great meal, but the waiter's an asshole. Mm-hmm. You've got to forget the meal tastes good. You're just going to be remembering the waiter. Oh, my God. And for me, so I think that comes when it, with, te- with, like, being a hair or any service you're giving, like, even if the hair's amazing, you're like, oh, but she was really annoying. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, everyone remembers it. So I'm yes. like, just be a nice person. Yep. Love it. So <laughs> from a professional point of view, when it comes to deciding what hairstyle best complements the bride's wedding dress, what mm-hmm. should what should be considered? I think this all comes down in like the communication and the lead up to the day. I think always thinking about like, you know, elements, like whether it's like, sleeves or puff sleeves or low back or whatever it is about the dress whether the dress is simple or whether it's a larger focal point I always like to think that the hair and the makeup and those accessories are all just to complement something and there's always really like something that's a bit more of a focal point um 
So I always kind of look at what's going to suit. I offer change if necessary, but one of the main things I do is I'll kind of find the bride on Instagram and we maybe chat over there and I kind of get to know the bride and see how she regularly wears her hair. They probably don't even know I do this, but I have a good Zoom and I look at where they part their hair and if they're a fiddler, if they tuck it behind their ears. And I just, I offer change based on what they're going to normally do. Mm. And I just enhance it for something that's like that on a special day. Um, but I think it is around levels of communication. Just asking what they don't like is a really great question because everyone really knows what they don't like or what they don't want to feel like and then also getting a good gauge of what their dress and their flowers and I always like when it comes to a trial I always like to ask like what's the florals like like what's the vibe of the day because let's just say it's super relaxed you're not going to give someone a really really harsh intense hair look because it's just not going to compliment so I do feel like I just try and get a good gauge of everything and then I offer based on all of those elements. I remember when <laughs> I remember <laughs> is our phone call is what you're talking about? No, yeah, our phone call. But I remember when I sent you reference photos for what I felt like <laughs> I wanted, and I'm not kidding to our listeners. Every single photo was of Missy. <laughs> I literally, it was just my normal hair. I know, but that's got to say something too. It's, I was like, oh my God, I just want, I want how, and that was another draw card for me with picking you because I was just like, I mean, I would love to think that we have similar hair, but we don't. You have the most gorgeous hair. And no, we don't. You have very, very beautiful, non frizzy, frizzy hair. Mine's so frizzy. Your hair's gorgeous, (laughs) Lou. But it was funny. I walked in on your morning, and one of your bridesmaids was like, said to one of the other bridesmaids, Oh, I've got really smaller hair. And I was like, (laughs) Yeah. Maybe that's a thing, though. I feel like people were probably drawn to picking a mm. hairstylist that might have hair that's similar to their own but yeah. because it kind of makes them like feel vibe. yeah and makes them feel like you're mm. going to be able to style it but mm. Mm. I just want to throw a question in there because I, I feel like a lot of people would love to know but say like you have a complex with your arms is oh, there yeah, a hairstyle yes I feel like it would yeah. is there a hairstyle that would make you kind of forget about that like would you recommend a hairstyle that would make people feel a bit more comfortable about that complex yeah like it happens all the time like it kind of happens inside the salon when people are going oh I'm a bit self-conscious of my my face feels really round like what can I do about that yes or and then it kind of transfers to wedding days but unfortunately on wedding days it's even more enhanced because they're feeling on show and a lot more yeah like seen so, and it becomes down to like, yeah, their arms or even like down to like their bodies. And it mm. is, it's sad. And I think that's why I love being part of it because it is that language that you speak to them back in. But I do think, um, yeah, like there's there's always ways of like, if there's something that you don't want to show off, there's ways of kind of either not drawing attention to it and maybe enhancing another point mm. where it's like, for example, like arms, you could talk about well, shoulders. Some people have their things out of shoulders. You could talk about maybe a bit more length and trying to slim the hair so it doesn't make you feel wider. Mm. For example, people are funny with like their foreheads. If they feel like their foreheads are a little bit larger, you maybe don't go as high on top of the head because that's going to enhance it. Is you, you can kind of maybe disguise the point of the ear by draping the hair over the top of the ear. Like there's lots of little things that you can 
do one of the main things we you know teach as well is when we're doing up styles for example someone will show me maybe like a bun and then depending on where you put that bun on the back of the head whether it's higher up on the head or mid of the head or lower the head it's going to enhance different parts of your face so if it's lower it's going to maybe draw a bit more attention to your neck if it's in the mid it's going to maybe pull your nose out a little bit more if it's higher maybe it's going to lengthen your neck mm. so it is really about knowing balance a little bit more and working out where is your complementary part on your head and what you want to enhance and maybe what you want to just not draw attention to and everyone has their things yeah. like everyone has them yeah, yeah you it's must very normal you must hear some really funny complexes yeah. and you just you just don't draw attention to it and yeah. like like i'm i've got pointy ears i've learned to love them but i never really used to wear my hair up and that was so it is sometimes i you know i maybe use myself as a reference to make the person feel a bit more com- comfortable but it is really normal we all have little things that maybe might not love about ourselves or we might love more and it's just about focusing on the ones that we like more and finding something that really suits and makes you feel comfortable yeah love that so many good pointers in Mm. there so Mm. hair prep I feel like this is a big one because I I think a lot of a lot of people wouldn't really know and I know that you've done a couple of posts on your Instagram about this which are awesome but ideally Mm. as the hairstylist what do you what do you say to brides how how are we supposed to prep our hair so it's in the optimal condition for you on the day Mm. this comes around a lot like I get asked this sort of stuff like a year out with brides by email or Instagram and you know it's it's so crazy how people go like there's a lot of things going like I want my hair to be longer how am I going to grow my hair um, there's a few main things that you can do in just overall hair health that's going to help. I think my main thing would probably be starting a little bit further out so you've just got more time to work on that hair prep. But really identifying, like, A, what it is that you want to enhance and what you want to work on, and then, B, really sticking to it. I think the main thing is consistency. So heat is probably one of the biggest things. Minimising heat and kind of getting a bit more creative about achieving your day-to-day styles without a lot of heat and just trying to see how less how much like how less you can do it throughout the week another would be hair ties like people really consistently tie their hair up quite tight and maybe in the same place Mm. and that can cause the hair to be really um like weak where the hair is secured so maybe really getting more flexible about when you tie your hair and just not being as tight um, another thing that I've really seen the brides have been liking, not only for their hair, but for their skin, is swapping their pillowcases out to a silk pillowcase. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like an old school thing, but it really helps with like non-tangle and t- detangling hair, creating all those lines on your face and really kind of causing friction with the hair, which then you can wake up with kind of that bed hair. Mm. So that is a big thing that people have been talking about. And then um, I would say the final thing is supplements and depending obviously what you're comfortable doing but whether it's something that's you know you're buying online or over the counter or if it's just something that you're naturally supplementing through food or and you're enhancing maybe like good fats in your diet and stuff like that I do I find it like just brilliant how much people put into their like brides put into their prep for their wedding I listened to this podcast the other day and the podcast was saying it's about like a fitness podcast it was like a motivational podcast 
and the, it was an interview and the, the interviewer asked the interviewing it said what's the most motivated person that you see and I'm thinking oh someone's obviously trying to lose weight from me he just came back and went a bride <laughs> and I was like oh my god it's so accurate like a bride so is they are ruthless. They are. And like, they are. Everything yeah. goes. And it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. And I'm like, yeah. So, I mean, it is. And he went a bride above anything, above anyone with a mission. Yes. It's a bride. Like, yeah. they are ruthless. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's And with social media, obviously, it enhances everything. But, mm. yeah, I mean, it is something that a lot of people ask me is hair health and even skin health and just Especially, I'm sure you've been the same, loose, but like now that I've been married, people are going like, what did you do? And I'm like, bloody nothing. I had no time. <laughs> but I, I I, do think those little things just in general, whether it's your wedding or whether you're just trying to enhance the health of your hair, like those few things that you can kind of maybe pull out of your routine mm. and do less is probably the best. Uh, it's funny because I do feel like you kind of feel educated after your wedding too and kind of like motivated right. to keep going with that kind of stuff. I know that yeah. I learned a lot. Did you? Um, with, well, especially with my skin. I felt yeah. like I put in so, so much extra effort leading up to the day, but I've continued yeah. that effort because I've realised well, yeah. how much it was lacking before mm-hmm. and it's just like mm-hmm. moving forward. I'm There are just that like obviously I, I can't yeah. I couldn't continue to pay what I was paying which was ridiculous cool. and like not feasible but yeah. you know little things like even simple as like more more water during the day I just knew you were about to yeah. Say that. Yeah. Totally. yeah yeah it's yeah. just yeah. small things like that and actually finding products that were suited to my skin and not stuff that I just mm-hmm. thought was what yeah. I was supposed to be buying so yeah, yeah I How's think that the, the determination of a bride is just something not to mess. <laughs> yeah, no, do not stand in a bride's way of anything. <laughs> ruthless, ruthless is yeah. the word. I love that. Yeah, I, I think um, yeah, it definitely is. Like, it is, and I'm like, I think maybe it is the fact that it forms a habit. Yes, like it does. It forms a habit where you know. I think it's important to maybe get all of those things in place while you're getting married, and then don't lose them after. And yeah keep them as a habit and a ritual of how good you feel and how much you want to maintain that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And mm. I think there's some really amazing pointers in that one with the prep for the hair. Mm. So I hope yeah. everyone had a notepad and pen then. Um, yeah. On that, should I mm. wash my hair the day before my wedding? What an old wives tale. This is such an old wives tale. Like where people come in and they're like, Oh, I'm on day four. Um, isn't that better? Like, I'm like, whoa, no. your hair's slippery, <laughs> it's greasy, why is it stuck to your head? Like, it, it really is, like, I don't, I'm like, who said this? Like, who is this person mm. that's gone around and said, greasy hair is the best to get a soft blow dry? I'm like, who are you? <laughs> Who's done that? Um, because it is, it's like, I, I mean, I've had to really educate my brides and, yes. um, you know, bridal stylists to be like, no, like, really, the, the, I have like a little... I think I might even send it to you, Luce. Like I have a few templates in my phone or, you know, that I'm really giving out my secrets now, aren't I? And I send them to the bride like the day before just as like a reminder and it's more just to not set me up for failure. Yeah. Um, but it is in, it's, it's uh, educating the bride and the bridesmaids to wash their hair either the day before or the morning of. But the main instruction I give is just clean and dry. Yeah. And... It just gives you the perfect foundation to get any style that you want 
from that. Um, reason being is that you can, with products, you can make hair look like two day old hair, but there's only so much that dry shampoo can reverse. So, so if someone true. says, oh, I actually really like my hair day two, like it just feels like it just holds it better. I'm like, don't worry, I can make it feel like day two, but I would rather manipulate that yeah. rather than them come to me with the back, you know, bit of Pilates sweat and a bit of like grit and maybe kids food and <laughs> stuff like that. So I would <laughs> rather, I'd rather start with clean hair. I don't want to cook bacon on your head. <laughs> Legit. And I know, like, I am, there's some times where I, like, and in the nicest way possible, like, I go, I'm really sorry, but, like, if you want a soft blow dry, I'm going to have to get, get back in the shower and wash your hair. And, like, you know, I feel, I'm like, oh, my God, like, I am horrible. But the way I handle it is obviously not, I don't make them feel on no. And then they come back and they're like, thank you so much. Like, wow, this is so much better. Yeah. And with, you know, cocktailing products and using the right products and, with a bit more, yeah, education on that, you can actually make the hair look like a couple of days old if that's what the bride desires. But really, less, yeah, clean and dry is like the best foundation to style. And if you need to wet it down a little bit, then you can. And one thing I do like to ask is if your hair is, I always ask this question to the bride, I'm like, is there anyone's hair that I should know about? And they will know. Like if there's someone with like really curly hair, or fluffy hair or frizzy hair or super long, it normally comes up once I ask that question. And then I instruct based on what that hair type is. So, for example, I have a wedding tomorrow and the bride said, oh, my mum's got really short hair and she really likes to blow dry. And I'm like, just get her to get in the shower when I'm there and then I'll blow dry it from wet. So it's kind of educating based on, on, based on, on the hair type. But majority in the rule of thumb is clean and dry. And there you go. And that mm. that leads us into the next question about all, you know, bridesmaids having completely and mums having completely mm. different hair lengths, types, colours. Can you suggest a style that tends to work like across the board? Yeah, I mean, everyone is so different and everything is so different. Everyone's very personal about their hair. Um, but I do think probably maybe like a trend that I'm seeing that a lot of people are asking for is just like soften it out with waves mm. and definitely volume. I think one of the main things I get asked is not flat on the head. That's a big thing. So volume with soft waves and maybe like structured around the face a little bit and pretty relaxed. That seems to be like a real popular trend. I think especially with like the influence of brides just wanting to feel like themselves on their wedding day, which yeah. I'm very much here for. And I think that that seems to be very popular and that seems to be across the board from like, you know, young bridesmaids to bride to mother of the bride, mother of the groom. Like that is a very popular thing and that's just kind of like natural enhancement, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm. I also love as well that, you know, being like from your professional position for example one of my bridesmaids em she knows that she touches her hair and fiddles with her hair and puts it up all the yeah, time yeah i remember yeah after i'm exactly. like Are you a fiddler? Yeah, yeah yeah i mean i feel I like you can it. pick them you can pick them because you said you even said to me mm, you you fiddler and i was like yeah maybe a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah but like especially on your wedding day with yeah nerves, yes everything yeah exactly but you were able to my brief to you was you know 
soft waves out and I just mm-hmm. wanted one of the girls to feel like themselves. And, you know, it wasn't mm-hmm. until the morning of that Em was able to turn around to you and sort of say, can you put mine up? And yeah, I was obviously so fine with that, but you were able to then like just take her hair and go, okay, I know exactly sort of how to work with your face shape, how to work with how yeah. your hair is going to sit, how it's still going to mm-hmm. kind of not look strange that your hair's up but the girls are or like the rest of the girls all had theirs out. Like you just – I thought that was really amazing that you were able to kind of go, you know, you were able to do all of those things sort of straight off the bat and know that it was all still going to work. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that that does come down to, again, reading the room. Like, like, I think it was like soft ways for everyone, like pretty relaxed, pretty chill, like to keep it very much on theme with you and Eddie. And then she was kind of fiddling with it and then she she just and like also being approachable like she felt like she could say something to me where i feel like i would hate nothing more than someone to walk out of the room and go and do it themselves and feel like they couldn't say something yes and i love that she just came up to me she goes hey miss do you mind if i put it up and i was like let's just check with loose make sure loose is happy and you were so chill and like we put it up and i was like we'll just keep it on theme yeah so i think there's like a few things there it's just like reading the room being approachable and then, you know, making sure everything's okay so you're not doing anything that's totally unaware of, like brides unaware of, but then also just keeping it very much to the scene so it doesn't stand out, you know. Yeah. And I loved her hair. Looked beautiful. And, like, I, yeah, she looked beautiful. And then yeah. I even shared it on my socials and I've had multiple brides that like, this is what I want on my wedding yeah. day. Yeah, it looked So, cool. like, yeah, she – and she was a fiddler too, so she, like, you know, I'm like, you can tuck this behind your ears. It's very moldable. Like, if you need to touch it, don't feel like you can't. Yeah. And she was so much more comfortable. Yeah, she definitely was. And that's just a note to our listeners as well. We've spoken about it so many times, but it's just, you know, while you may have an idea in your head of how things you want, how you want things to be and how you want things to look, do be flexible, guys, and just trust your vendors people that the people that you've hired because you know we are only here to help and enhance and make things the best that they possibly can for you guys and that might just mean changing things up changing things up here and there just bits and pieces but it works in the end yeah perfectly said and I think that the vendors just have the best interest yes but I also think as well like when it comes to if you're too rigid it's almost like the tone is is like that and I think one of the best pieces of advice I give brides, if, if I can feel that tenseness, I'll just say, you know, if your bridesmaids are happy and they're happy, you're going to have a better day. Yes. Like if they're feeling kind, and trust me that I'm not going to do Ariana Grande or Lady Gaga. <laughs> just trust that I'm going to keep it on theme, you know. Like, so I think that's it. Like if they're happy, you're happy. And if they're happier, you're going to have a better day. And just put the trust into me that like it will work. Yeah. And yeah, that's a perfect example. But, I mean, this happens every weekend sometimes. So most weekends there's always some sort of, like, adjustment like that and I think it's just about being approachable and being able to offer change and know the boundaries. Yes, definitely. So your number one product that you would suggest brides or grooms invest in to maintain their hairstyle throughout the day when Missy isn't there to save you. (laughs) Oh, it's like Um, a little – what would you recommend people put in like a little survival kit or, you know, their bridesmaid's handbag and so you know it's there that's going to fix something that they're worried about? Yeah. I mean, definitely ask your hairstylist first 
um, depending on the styles you've got. But I mean, a few things to rattle off would be maybe like a wide tooth comb if you've got an outlook and you can kind of brush it through to refresh the waves. Maybe some pins if you've got an uplook, just if there's anything that kind of tendrils fall out that you don't love. And pins the hair the same colour as your hair, like a pet peeve with mine. I'm like, oh, my God, why is there a gold pin in brown hair? Um, <laughs> yes, I can't so true. I'm like, I'm like, I can't deal. Um, yes, I'd say maybe a wide tooth comb, some backup pins, and maybe just check with your hairdresser. But normally I like to leave them with like a little mini hairspray or something. But, I mean, if it's done well, there shouldn't be a lot to uh, fix up. But sometimes it's like, when girls are in the bathroom, they just like to do a little jush. Mm. So I think just having a few of those things that aren't too intrusive but enough to just make you feel a little bit refreshed. Yep, definitely. You got married not too long ago. So I did six months ago. How, yeah, wow, that's gone so quickly. Mm. Wow. I know. God, so you fun. made a beautiful bride. Being married. Oh, it's the best. Oh, it's so it's fun. It is the best. And for anyone that yeah. says that it get it's it's not and it doesn't change, it does. Oh, and it changes for it the changes. better. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> and you get I to say husband. Like, oh, I get home and I'm like, husband. hi, husband. <laughs> yeah, like I I milk it. Yeah, I milk it. yeah. It, yeah. I will but admit I though, it. it sounds weird at first. Don't you reckon? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm like a kid that's like playing a game. <laughs> yes. Like I'm like, who who, who am me I to get married? <laughs> yeah, this is weird. But no, it is. It's just this like I think the main thing Adam and I talked about was it's just this like beautiful reassurance. And I mean you already know like, you know, if it's right, like you already know that it's excellent yeah. and you've got all this deep reassurance. But I think it's just like a different level of just being on the same team. Yeah. And I just I just love it. It's just awesome. Yeah, it's so nice. So who did your beautiful locks for your wedding day? And also, oh. how did you mm. what did you like what made you decide on your hairstyle? This was hard. Like I um I don't know if you felt the same loose, but I mean I can speak for other vendors that I know that have gotten married as well. There's a lot of pressure when we're in the wedding industry, like I really felt it too. Like people were always like, I can't wait to see what your wedding looks like. I'm like, leave it alone. I just want to get married. It's just going to look like, normal. Look away. Yeah. I'm like, go away. I definitely felt the pressure and I really had to block it out because I think it is like, it meant so much to Adam and I. Um, we both come from single mums and we've been raised by our mums. And that was like a really big thing, you know, to really rewrite the story for us. So I was super kind of picky about my vendors and we got married up in Byron and I was just like, I just really wanted a bunch of friends around. Um, so the hairstylist I picked, her, her name is uh, Jamie Lee. She's a beautiful friend of mine from Perth. Um, I think I've worked with Jamie. I think, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. She's the best. Yeah. So Jay and I used to educate her the same hairdresser company in Melbourne for about five years and we, it was kind of like you and me, Luce. Like we, Jay and I just met and we just clicked. And mm. she's like just beautiful energy, just gorgeous girl. And we, we stay in contact very regularly. And I couldn't think of anyone else for her, like other than her to do my hair. I think the main thing for her was like she was chill and I was like, I'm probably going to touch it. And she's like, I <laughs> So yeah. it was finding someone that just understood me and like wasn't going to take offense to it. But I mean, she nailed it and I just wanted a really relaxed look, something that was very much me. But I mean, I did go through the flow. I was like, who am I? 
I'm like, like my own worst enemy. I'm like, do I go and ask you? I'm like, no, I hate my ears. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> so no, I definitely went through like a bit of a weird stage of what I was going to do. But I just, again, came back down to all the advice I give my own brides. And that is just to do you and just yeah. be comfortable. And I loved it. I was stoked. I just looked like me in this really fun white dress. And yeah, it was awesome. I really loved it. And I, I like that I wanted it to relax throughout the day. I think there's something really beautiful about through the ceremony. It maybe looks a bit more like done, and beautiful yeah, and yeah, virginal. Yeah. And then yeah. in the evening it turns like sexy and fun and I just really like that. Yep. And we'll have mm. to put a little – um I'll put a little photo of you as a bride yeah. up on our socials fun. when I release the yeah. episode because Missy wore – a really beautiful strapless like fucking so hot you look so beautiful yeah and it was beautiful it was beautiful it. yeah it looked really yeah, gorgeous it was really fun. but your hair I think was I wanted something. yeah yeah it just really I just complimented that, that my i wanted something my grandmother's loved because i'm like i don't want them to be like oh gosh like i just put something where my mom loved it my grandmother loved it i looked like me i wasn't like too booby or too anything like that and I just, yeah, I was. But you had the big split, which made you feel sexy and yourself. So, yeah. 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 It it was, was yeah, you look beautiful. So, 99% of brides will do a makeup trial. Would you suggest a hair Mm -hmm. trial is essential prior to the wedding day? Uh, Yes, I do. Like, some brides, uh, I'm really 50 50. I know a lot of hairstylists are like, no, a bridal trial has to happen. It's strange. I feel like it's maybe just the client that I attract. They're like, maybe just over the phone or we do a FaceTime or something like that and we chat, especially because I do destination weddings, it might not necessarily be easy to do a trial. Um, so I might do like a FaceTime or a video, like a phone chat or something and really just get on the exact same page, share a lot of photos of the bride and share a lot of photos of their desired look and just really get the right wording out um, and ask all the right questions. But other ones, like, yes, I do do trials. The only thing I would recommend with a trial is book your trial closer to your wedding date. I think with the influence of social media, it's really easy to change your mind. Mm. And I think um, you want to do a trial closer to your wedding date purely because your hair length is going to represent your hair length on that day, oh on the God, wedding day. True. And also, like, yeah. I wouldn't have even thought about that. Yeah. yeah. You do your trial a year out and then your hair might grow and then – you know, they might like, oh, we might do a reach. Oh, my my vibe might change. Or I've had brides change their dress. And I just think it, yes. it's a, I don't have a lot of time and I'm like not in an egotistical way, but I want to maximize on that experience for them and for me. So I just booked the trial maybe like two months out from the wedding day. It's a nice moment to just really get to know the bride, um, ask all the right questions so you're super informed for the day. Maybe trial a few bits and pieces that you're thinking on the day. It's never going to be exactly how it is but it will be, it gives you a good idea that it will be executed perfectly on the morning. But I think for me, it's just, yeah, representing the length that it's going to be, the colour, maybe if you need hair pieces or whatever it is, but book your trial closer to your wedding date just to avoid that change. And yeah, majority of brides have their their mind made up a couple of weeks out. Yeah, really good point. Mm. So I'm sure you get this quite a bit because I feel like a lot of people in the wedding industry often say brides go for something new on their wedding day how do you advise Mm. brides looking to try something new with their hair on their wedding day just Um, don't do it (laughs) (laughs) 
life away. Just don't do yeah. it. Don't try something new for your yeah. wedding day. It's scary. Yeah. Just don't. <laughs> It's so funny, hey, like, it's like you get this, like, burst of just being like, I'm going to go all out. And you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, like, it really happens. I think it's just the excitement just overtakes something inside mm. a bride. And I think, you know, if if, you're, if you're, you've been engaged or if you are engaged, you'll know the feeling of just getting caught up in the excitement. It's the same with anything else exciting. And it, I think the, the hardest part is we're just fed with photos all the yeah. time. And other info, and I think you've really just got to bring it back down to earth. And I think that's where your vendors come in to really like place some reality for you. It's like it happens all the time. Like in the salon, I'll get a photo of Jennifer Aniston, and I'm like, you know, you're not Jennifer Aniston, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. like we um, all I'm wish sorry, we were, but, like, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like J Lo is a common one. You know, Haley Bieber comes in occasionally. Oh, like, you I know, feel like Haley really, Bieber. Haley Bieber is like the reference for everything at the moment. She I feel. Is. Yeah, nails. I mean, I'm a fan. Hair. Oh, big fan. I'm a big fan yeah, of her. Fan. Yeah. I, I think I referenced her nails for my wedding day. Did you? Yeah. yeah so good. Like, I do think, um, you know, it's a blessing and a curse, all of this, like, consistent feed mm. that's feeding us with inspiration and photos, which is just so great. It's an amazing tool for that. But I do think, you know, your, your vendors or your friends or your partner – brings you back down to earth and just the reality of it so I think newness you know it's fun everything is new on a wedding day if you haven't been married before everything's new so a good I think maybe just settle at that and yeah, let that be the new, new thing, thing. Like maybe getting married is your new thing let's not try something weird so I I do think yeah it just keep it keep back down to earth speak about it maybe trial it I think a lot of people go there and they're like glad I tried it let's not do that like it happens all the time mm. so Maybe just get them out of your system and then, you know, you'll really be able to see the reality of it. But I do encourage brides to, I don't know, a lot of the time they'll pick something new and maybe we'll settle on it. And then the day of, they're like, oh, you're going to hate me. I think I'm just going to do my normal thing. I'm like, I knew that was going to happen. I'm prepared for it. That's what I've got my kit for. So it happens all the time. Just maybe stick to the wedding being your new thing rather than trying something that, you know, I love that. That's a very, very, very mm. good point. And mm. last question, but not least, what would be your parting advice for future couples? I think just have fun. I don't lose sight of what it is about. It's probably my main thing. Um, when Adam and I were planning our day, it's hard. You'd be the same loose, like now that we're married, but also as a vendor, I like I covered it from two different angles. And I think that that's really nice. I feel like I covered it from a better approach now, mm. now being on the receiving end of it. Yes. But I think the main thing is just breathe and slow everything down so you can really enjoy it. Don't listen to everyone because I think the worst thing people said to me was, oh my God, it just goes so quickly. And I'm like, it's not just the wedding ceremony that's the thing. Like, it's the days leading up. It's the days after. Like, yeah. to me, it's like a wedding weekend more than anything. And I think um, maybe just choose a few things to prioritize on and really put your energy into, like, really staying focused of what is important and just choosing vendors that will create the vibe that you want and have trust in them. You are such a vibe. enjoy it. You're yeah, a vibe. it's so fun. I love your I vibe. Oh, they're the funnest. Thank you so much, Missy. You honestly have shared such amazing, valuable advice in all of that. And I love how much of that was such a easy, beautiful, fluent combo between 
two friends and someone that so many brides will want there on their wedding day because yeah you just I mean you have advice to give but you have such a infectious energy to give as well so thank you so much for sharing 